So I was like, oh yeah, I love that shit, dude. Fucking, you know, Justin Bieber. Fucking, hey, yo, I smell that. <laughs> this dude oh, you know, goes right off the bed to the floor, sit there, and eat a bowl of cereal on the floor. I've written songs in the weirdest places. I didn't give you permission. I just asked if you can. An anchor. You want to know something? Fuck all of those pizza franchises. No, but we want your sponsorships. Don't fuck. I'd rather go. This this music is my meditation, my medicine. It's my my healing. Of going to the fridge and getting your bowl of cereal and sitting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you have to thank God for everything. Like I got the saddest happiness, a trendsetter, but I fall and conform. Then hero called to confirm. I got my heart in my heart. Welcome to the One Verse Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the One Verse Podcast, number one podcast in the metaverse. I'm Schlick. That's Neo. That's Big Sack, and we're the One Verse team. Today, we're very excited to announce a very special guest, the one and only Kota Cod. He's an up-and-coming hey. singer and songwriter, and um, he's doing big things. He's also been called the Kid Leroy of the Metaverse, so we excited to have you on, man. <laughs> What's up, bro? All sorts of things. Thank you for having me, Or Justin Bieber. Or Justin. I hear like Mac Miller, White Juice World, Justin Bieber, Kid Leroy. It's all those things, man. Anybody white. I accept them all. A bunch of greats. Anybody white. (laughs) Anybody white. Hey, welcome. Really, yeah. Eminem. All sorts. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I'm happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this all day, for real. Awesome. Yeah, man, we've yeah, been looking man, forward to this too, man. You've been making you've been making a buzz here in the metaverse with your music, bro. So we definitely look forward to this thing. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be in the metaverse. It's, it's always a vibe. It's always a blast. Um, yeah, I've I've been looking forward to this longer than a day though, <laughs> because we've been I've been talking about this podcast since I met Neo, and it's finally happening. Here we are. Oh yeah, man. What is it like a month ago? Like it's been like a month, maybe two. It's something been, like that, right? yeah, I think it's been like a month, which is crazy. It feels a lot hey, longer, man. Than that, I'm sure. Crazy. It does feel a lot longer than that. Yeah. You know what we say? Like literally, like a week in here, like a week in the metaverse feels like literally like a month in the real world. Like literally, time mm-hmm. is different. Time yeah. is different. Time is definitely so, different. Probably like a month or two that we know each other, but then it feels like four months, probably five months. That we right, yeah. Know each other. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he. I so I met Neo after my first show in the metaverse. We were at, I was at uh, Royalty Radio Media, and they were doing like a music showcase. And I was just like, they had a bunch of artists come out and perform. So I did my first show. I was like nervous, I didn't really know what to do. And I just kind of like went out there and played my music, and it was dope. Um, and then I went back into the studio and rapping. That's how I kind of got in the metaverse rapping and stuff, which we'll get into, I'm sure, later, but like. Um, I just met Neo. He just like heard me rapping and stuff. And we ended up just getting into this like really deep conversation. We've had many of those since that night. <laughs> yeah, because I remember like literally, I remember like literally popping into royalties, and I just hear you just spitting something. And we all know when he raps, he raps about some serious shit. Like he goes in tune. Like it's different. Like he talks about real shit. Shit that like it's like holy shit. I know I could relate to that. A lot of people could relate to that. It's like. It's not mumble rap. It's like real talk, truth, story. This like, it's, a, it's a story. He sings stories. So I was like, dude, this is different. I like that. 
He's a good storyteller. He has the flow. He has the vibe. It captured my attention. And like right after that, I was like, damn, how long you been writing for? And we just started talking and going down that deep trail about your songs, your meaning, the purpose, why you do it. And that's when we like instantly just connected after that. And yeah, shit, here we are now. Shit, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. Bro, that's so funny. Every time. Oh, what? (laughs) Yeah. Nah, that's coming, bro. Times that we met him. (laughs) I, after, uh, before that, though, I did want to say, like, bro, every person who I've met that Neo knows, I'm like, yo, how'd you meet Neo? And the first thing they always say is, yeah, Neo and I were, were, you know, just chilling. And then all of a sudden we just had this really deep conversation, man. How many deep conversations have you had, bro? Like, I'm like, dude, everybody's so connected to you on a spiritual level. Every person that I talk to, I'm like, what the deep guy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, damn, Neo, he's just the deep conversation, man. I love it. I do. I, I do like to connect with people. I don't know why. I just, I love interacting with people and like really connecting to like who they are. And like, I feel like to me, that's energizing. That's life. Like, that's what life is about. Like being able to connect deeply with that person and like truly getting to know them. So I don't know. It just comes naturally to me with most, like with most people that I meet, I just go deep with them. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. You gotta love it. We love it, Neil. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. Because I'm kind of like antisocial. I'm like, hi. But but that's the cool thing about about being here in this metaverse is like, you know, you don't you you don't have to judge me for how I look or anything. We can have a conversation and be honest with them. Like there, there's people that I made more connections with in here, on a deeper level, like you say, than in like the real world. Than if I were to meet them on the first night, you know, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's really yeah. Seriously, big time. Yeah, like like for us, for example. Uh, like we we Schlick and Big Sack, we all met here like in December of twenty twenty one and like in Horizon Venues. And um we didn't know each other, right? We were just yeah. like strangers in this new thing called Horizon Worlds Metaverse, right? We didn't know anything about each other. Next you know, we started friendships, we started talking, we created the whole one verse and now we like literally talk every day on the phone or FaceTime and just talk every day. TV, just hang out and talk. <laughs> Almost everything. <laughs> like, yeah, I've had they, enough. They bug every no, bro. Every day, like seven a.m. my time <laughs> till like freaking ten, twelve my time. Every day we're constantly texting, calling. We we literally we'll look at our call logs. We probably have at least three, four calls a day. Yeah, yeah. not even gonna yeah. deny. <laughs> and and that's something that I don't even do with some of my real friends in the real world outside of this space. So that goes to show the power of friendship in this space. Like you could literally have something real friendship, even more, even better, a better of a connection actually as friendships. Cause you feel like when you meet people, you meet the, the, them, like the purity, them. Yeah. Not not because of what they look like, what they have, how they, none of that shit. It's just because like who they are, personality, demeanor characteristics energy literally just pure mm-hmm. i feel like that's why there's better connections yeah. with people and better friendships made in here you know damn yeah now back to you bro we've just been like all right 
Coda's here. Y'all saw him. Now we're going to talk about us right now. I, yeah, get out of here. He just, wanted, he just wanted the face here. That's all. It's the purple hair. Yeah, I just wanted the, the thumbnail. Hair, you did your job, bro. <laughs> nah, tell us how you got into the Oculus, though. Why did someone like you all of a sudden get a quest to and join the metaverse? <laughs> Well, I just like just like pretty much everybody else, I got an Oculus for Christmas and like just got it for like games just because I just saw everybody in here like playing Beat Saber and stuff, you know, so I would just come in here and like play Super Hot and all these like games and stuff. And then like I got into like Horizon News one day and I was just I was blown away. That was my first ever like encounter of like meeting people in like the Oculus. I did not think that shit was possible. I was like what i can talk to people you know like it's crazy so then i went into vr chat and that you know it just got deeper and deeper into like meeting people and hanging out with people in vr whereas just like me playing games alone um and then one day i accidentally opened horizon worlds like accidentally just like i downloaded it one day to see because i thought it looked cool and like people were building worlds and all this cool stuff so i went in there and i saw like just a glimpse of the stew had it not have been that i saw the glimpse of the stew by danica city like and saw that there was a recording studio i would have clicked out and gone into vr chat that night and just like not went back but i went into vr chat or i went into the stew that night and it was just like that was that was it i was like holy crap there's a recording studio in the oculus in the virtual like metaverse this is crazy this is all new to me i had no idea what to expect um so I go into the studio and there's like these there's these two engineer dudes like sitting at the soundboard. I had no idea how like the how it worked in these studios. Now I do, but I had no idea. So I just like let this fly. But um, there was like these two engineer dudes that were sitting at the soundboard telling these rappers like you're trash or you're fire. You can keep rapping like like, you know, changing the beats. Not nah, you don't get to rap over this beat. You don't get to do this. It's like they were like running the show in there. And it's like people don't do that now. Like you, you don't do that. You're gonna get vote pulled if you do that in a studio now. And I realized that, but I just happened to go into a studio like that, and there was a bunch of people in there. Um, so I go on the mic, and I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. And I'm like about to go in, and they stop the beat on me, and they're like, nah, you're trash. Get off the mic. And I'm like, bro, I didn't even like go in. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. So I go out, I go around to the like soundboard, and I'm like, hey, bro, you're not even hearing people out, or what's the deal? Like, can't even, I can't even talk my, like, speak my mind or anything, you know? Um, And the guy was like, yeah, man, we let you talk your mind or whatever. And all you could say was, okay. I'm like, all right, let me back in one more time. He's like, all right, whatever, get in line. And so I go in, I go in line and I go back in the studio and I like, I literally get on the mic and I say, okay, do not cut off the beat. I'm gonna go in. <laughs> they were like, okay, <laughs> like, we're going to hear you out. And so I go on and I just start spitting. I just start going ham. And um and everybody in the studio behind me starts going crazy. They're they're just like everybody goes, you know, they're just going nuts behind me. And I'm not I'm not tooting my own horn here. This is really what happened. Like this is so there's like people behind me going nuts. And then I after I'm done, I like go off the mic and I turn around and I have all these people repping for me now. And we go out to like face the engineers that said I was trash. I get out there and I was like, yo, what happened to the people that was calling me whack? They're like, oh, they left. You scared them out of here. Like <laughs> they couldn't, they literally dipped. Um, 
so yeah and that was my first experience at a studio in the metaverse on some like uh, that that's definitely some like it just reminded me of some like eminem shit i was like wow that really happened in virtual reality like you know what i'm saying everybody like doubt me and then you know but um after that i found out about other studios in here shout out empire michael gregory um you know shout out royalty radio media i was there all the time um yeah just other studios i'm working on my own studio right now actually um it's really really dope so yeah I've I've definitely gotten involved with the studio scene here and found my place in the metaverse. Um, in in all the studios, meeting all these crazy singers, rappers, artists in here, it's really really dope. So, yeah, that's that's how I got into the metaverse and how I eventually even got here in Horizon Worlds. Wow, that that's awesome. <clears throat> that's awesome. So you pretty much just stumble upon this platform, not even knowing the power or the possibilities of this, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely no idea, like, that there's podcasts and rappers and, you know, clubs and all, like, that I'd have, like, friends and, like, whole friend groups and, you know, it's it's crazy, builders and everything. That is a true definition of everything happens for a reason, bro. Absolutely. Shit happens for a reason. Yeah, 100%, man. Oh, this is gonna be the and best. Then, yeah, and we want to. And then it. y'all can yeah. comment. So I'm about to tell y'all about how I met this this guy right here. This is about to be the best yeah, part this of the podcast. Is a, this right is a here. funny ass fucking troll oh, story. <laughs> All right, you recording, recording? Big Sack? Yeah, you're not saying nothing. Well, let's hope you're recording. I can't hear you. No, stop bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, we made the podcast, bro, and now, <laughs> dang, bro, it's only gonna be my audio. It's fine. I got good ears. Hopefully, your Oculus does. Yeah, dude, I got the Oculus Black Edition, bro. Shit, fucking upgraded. Bro. Oh, word. No, I'm just kidding. That, that's pro. not a real. I was gonna say that's not a real thing, is it? That's not a real <laughs> I need thing. That. No, I just made it up. It sounded cool though. <laughs> I heard that. Damn. Oh my gosh. Oh man. All right, so All I'm right, about to just tell you all my my truth. Yeah. Right now, I so I um live in Hawaii and I went island hopping for the day. So, um, me being island hopping. I, hit up by neo and big sack oh pretty much all day long and i was like hey guys i'm on i'm on a different island on a different island i'll call you back and then i finally called them back they were like hop on horizon worlds we got some stuff to show you so i'm like all right so it's like mind i tell you it's pretty late for me it's like nine o'clock and i'd be going to bed at like 11 so i was kind of tired after a day of traveling and i'd be i go into this world with Big Sack and Neo and Coda's in there and I'm like, oh, who's this guy? And then Neo was like, oh, I wanted you to meet this guy. I was like, oh, really? And uh, he was like, yeah, man, you know who this is, right? I was like, yeah, Coda. Who who the fuck are you, bro? You ain't nobody. <laughs> and, yeah, and then he was like, no, bro, this is Leroy. And I was like, kill Leroy, bro. He was like, yeah. Boy, you've heard of him, right? I was like, yeah, that famous motherfucker? He was like, yeah, bro. And the first thing I said 
to call it was this exact quote. <laughs> Did our lives just change right now? Like, change? we just got friends with a celebrity. <laughs> Did our lives just change? It. Like, we got a famous freaking musician chilling with us right now neo how did you know about this how'd you meet this guy i was pumped up man <laughs> so and then neo was telling me all this bullshit and, and then i started talking to him and you talk about those deep conversations he was like you know who kid Leroy is you listen to my music i was like uh uh yeah so i looked up a kid Leroy song and it was the one with justin bieber the i do the same thing i told you that i that song i sang it for so, him too i sang it and everything so i was, was like oh yeah i love that shit dude fucking you know justin bieber fucking. and he was like yeah man justin's my homie and then we started talking and talking talking he was saying he met up with t-pain like i was like bro deep conversation bro yeah. our lives just changed we're about to have t-pain on the podcast this is so freaking exciting like i was so amped up and then he was talking about how he knew um juice world right yeah yeah and then he was talking about how he knew juice and juice i love that guy because his music was dope and i liked his message so we had like this deep heart to heart conversation about juice world and how he know juice and how he talked to Juice when shit happened with him and was, like, listening to his inner thoughts while it was going on, while he was alive. And, like, 15 <laughs> minutes later, I hear Big Sack, like, hey, Neo, should we tell him? I was like, <laughs> I heard that. And I, I was like, motherfucker, really so bro. Because this dude had all the answers to all the questions. He was being, like, personally, like, hurt. He sounded so hurt. That that juice passed away, <laughs> like he knew the guy. I would. I really. It, I was as hurt when Juice died. Don't get me wrong. When Juice died, that is my number one inspiration. When Juice died, that was like I lost Bro. a brother. Like I knew him. It felt. It felt like that. Bro. Um, but it's like. But I here's the thing. Here's why we took it so far though, is because like beforehand we had this all planned out. Neil was like, just go with it. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I keep like, I'm, I'm having the conversation with you like this way. And Neo and Sack are like back there having a conversation. And I'm like looking at Neo and he just, he's like, keep going. Like, he's just giving me I'm literally signal. crazy, like, bro. Keep, yeah, he's like, keep, keep going. He's like, keep doing it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I he's guess. I don't know me, this looking, guy he's, yet. Look at he's looking at me. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> I'm pissed, bro. I really thought this dude didn't like me because of that. Not whole gonna thing. lie, like, I did not like, like really? you. It was not a I thought. It was I made it clear. I wanted to punch your ass in the face, bro. I felt bamboozled, lied to. Another great thing about the metaverse. <laughs> oh man, bro. You can't. I was like, I'm still genuinely kind of butthurt about it. I don't know why. Damn. It was just I got got so well. <laughs> It, it made it not as funny because oh it was gosh. I was so convinced then, that I'm at Kid Leroy. Fiance, right? Yeah. Because didn't uh, someone in her family work with Kid Leroy? Yes, I know. So I was like name dropping names. She was like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy." Like I was, yeah. Dude, it made me look like a dummy, bro. The funny thing is. His wife was right next to him, so he started telling his wife, "Hey, Kid Leroy's here, babe. I just met him right now." <laughs> Um, yeah that was that was one of the low points <laughs> of my life remember folks don't be trusting I'm nobody what they say here because they all a bunch of liars bro 
<laughs> you need to see photo ID, social security card, whatever before you before you believe it's Not somebody. Lying. Trolling. Trolling. <laughs> Mind you, this this went on for like 30 minutes. minutes. 30 minutes? 30 yeah, minutes? about 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It went on for a while. For a I was like, like pumped, we, we had him bro. fully convinced. It was like. My conversation, my blood was boiling. I'm still getting amped because I literally thought we had a famous like musician on <laughs> as a connection. And this podcast was going to be like the full send podcast in the metaverse. Like all the fame. I was like, we going to get T-Pain on this bitch. Justin Bieber, Lil Dirt. You know, I was, yeah, I was, I was gung ho, bro. <laughs> And then my dreams just got crushed. Just in a different way. Just got shattered. Yeah, shattered <laughs> dreams, man. We're still gonna get them on here. We're just gonna have to do it our own way. Yeah. Did y'all hear about yeah. the beef of Takashi sixty nine in the Full Send podcast? And Steve will do it. Uh, yeah, about Steve that whole the Perkyo thing. Yeah, like, they put the jacket on Perkyo and all that stuff. Yeah, that's, that's because home dude died. That's little Dirk's homies. Lil yeah, Dirk's home he died. Takashi sixty nine made fun of it, and they found a Lil yeah. Dirk look alike. Made Steve will do it look like he set the whole thing up, and yep. they like pretty much scared the shit out of this little kid, bro. Yeah, he was like dude. sixteen like years dirt. old. That's the only thing he did, yeah. And he was just like shaking, bro, because there was like twenty dudes that came up to him, like strong arming him. I mean- at- I wouldn't want six nine and his crew to pull up on me, bro. That's messed yeah. up. Steve said he cut off dudes. ties with the guy, so we'll see. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. Yeah, I didn't hear I, nothing about that. It was a viral <laughs> yeah, moment. When you get up to like today. it was a viral <laughs> moment. That was very viral. Yeah, the hip hop, everybody's yeah. talking about it. Takashi sixty nine, he set it up by telling Steve we'll do it. Hey, I have a viral video idea. And I guess he lied to Steve will do it about his real idea, but Takashi 69 was right. It was a real, a real viral video. The whole hip hop community in the whole world was like talking about it. Right. So here's my thing. Here's my thing about Takashi 69 is 69 will do everything and everything in his ability to be relevant. Yeah, like a hundred percent of the time, like yeah. whatever it takes. Big time. He's Big time. he is like the definition of the like morality of just any news is good news. Like any attention on me is good attention. Like so, he just end up doing all this disrespectful stuff just so that he can get attention, and it works because everybody feeds into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you just can't help but bring it up. You can't help but leave a like on it. When like everybody's gassing him up, but as long as we keep feeding into that negative energy that six nine keeps putting out, he's just gonna keep on terrorizing it. Nobody actually likes six nine anymore. I can't name a person that I've met that's like, oh yeah, dude, I rock with six yeah, nine. Nah. Like, I haven't met anybody that likes six nine anymore, and it's just like, and he knows that too. So it's like, but he's still trying to like stay relevant when everybody's just been trying to shut him down. If we just didn't give him attention, we wouldn't hear a peep out of this dude. Like he's just he's gone. And we all know why he's really doing that though. <clears throat> the money, bro. Yeah. Yeah. The money. All it's yeah. all greed and all it's all for the as money. As long as you stay relevant, you yeah, was, you're gonna have money coming in. Yeah, yeah, you got money pumping in, pumping in, pumping in. What was record deals, brands, whatever, right? But I bet yeah. you if it wasn't for that, he wouldn't be doing some shit like that. Maybe he would. Maybe that's his personality. I don't fucking know. 
But right, yeah. <clears throat> it sucks though. Yeah, yeah I saw that real. whole incident where Steve will do it, and um, it's crazy, man, because Steve will do it. Like I, I followed him before he was even anybody, <clears throat> and I've seen yeah. him grow up and become the person that he is now. This dude has like zero dollars, like nothing, pretty much, right? Regular dude, regular dude. Now he's worth yeah. what, like ten million dollars? Yeah, the Nelk Boys um, started guy, him man, out. He, yeah. Yeah, started him out. They saw something in him, but um, he chugged the bottle. Now, he's worth like ten. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's <laughs> chugging all the stuff yeah. and eating <laughs> random stuff. He'd be drinking his own puke and stuff. It's, uh, what yeah, I didn't see that. So he did, a, he did yeah. a lot to get to that point. Yeah, but it's crazy. He like to ate see an ostrich egg drunk. and puked it up, and then like ate oh. the puke of the ostrich egg. Oh. <laughs> it's so nasty. It's so nasty. Yeah, but it's crazy, though, to see him being dragged into this just because I, from what I've seen, he's always um, he's always like trying to give like I've seen him do some crazy shit. Just go up to a random person. Hey, let me buy that little fucking bracelet for five dollars. Next thing you know, this dude's like, here's a thousand. Here's two thousand. Here's, here's a car. Here's ten thousand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like this dude, like he he's trying to give out, you know, he's trying to give just because how. Where he came from, he didn't have anything. Now he has all this money. So he's trying to, like, balance it out by giving more. So it's crazy how he's being dragged under the bus kind of, like, this way now because of fucking 16 has greediness. That's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. That's a good talking point. 69 doesn't care who he drags down with him. He doesn't care. He's got attention and money. (laughs) We wanted to ask you... That's 69's goal. So, like, his thing is just, like, whatever attention is attention. Like, do you have, like, a mission? Let's say you get big, which you're going to get big. Let's say you're big. You got millions of fans. Like, what's going to be your overall, like, goal? Like, how you – your image towards the public. What are you going to try and preach? What's your message? That's a good way to put it. What's my message? So – so my message, well, here's here's the original thing. Before I even, like, talk about, like, going big, the only reason that I even want to get famous in the first place is so that I can influence people. Because the music that I make, when I make music, it's it's like medicine to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this this music is my meditation, my medicine. It's my my healing when I make music. So that maybe if I release my music and people can listen to it, that can be medicine to them, too. You know, so like and just listening to other artists like like Kendrick and Juice, like those people's music has been medicine to me. And so it's like I know that this is a working thing where if if like because music was medicine to them, if music is medicine to me when I'm making it, I can release it out to people and they can use that to help with their situations in life and what they're going through. Um, so my main, my main message that I want to give is I just want to help people with whatever they're going through. Cause there's so many struggles in day-to-day life. And I think music is so beautiful and so freeing that it's just like this, it's this space when you listen to it, when you make it, when you're involved with it, when you feel it, it's, you're completely zoned out and nothing else matters except for the song and what's going on in the song and the melodies and just letting that message carry you, um, so it's not even one particular message, but I just want to help people with what they're going through with their struggles. Um, and another thing I want to do is help like the like lead the next generation up, influence the next generation of kids. Because 
if if kids aren't like learning certain life morals from their parents or from just life or anything like they got to have someone telling them because not everybody has the privilege to like like get advice from from people that are really on game like nobody's putting everybody on game so if i can make an impact on kids lives and help because like we have to be pouring into the generation that's coming after us they're the future you know when generations don't pour into young kids like me and then we don't pour into like kids under us we're just slowly screwing ourselves as the future goes forward so we have to be constantly carrying forward um so i guess my message is like don't be a gatekeeper i want to be able to teach other kids that they can do it and it's like like kids are always like oh yeah i see like travis scott doing his thing i see you know their favorite rappers doing their thing and singers songwriters you know all these type of artists like i could never be that it's because they're you know that's travis scott but guess what travis scott was just in the same position as you you know i just want to be able to tell people that they can do it like for real for real like you can you can get up and do it why not you if you believe in yourself then you don't need anybody else to believe in you you can do it so that's my message is i want i want kids to be able to know that they can do it and that it's going to be all right you know what i'm saying um let the music move you amen damn yeah, that's a that is message. powerful yeah Literally, what you think about that, that big sad, as a fellow musician <laughs> I mean, as a musician, that's what you want to do. You want to you want to help the next generation of artists and musicians coming in. You want to inspire them because, you know, I mean, if you stop, then I mean, music is not the same as it was a couple years ago, you know, decades ago. It was a little different, but like you know, there's kids like like my son. Like you know, he sees me when I'm making music or I'm playing my guitar and he wants to learn. Yeah. And music is something that you can express yourself in any way that you want. And no one can tell you what you can say, what you can't or how to express it, you know? So it's, yeah, it's a good message. You definitely just keep the torch going. Just pass it on the torch. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got a lot of like consistency in life you got a lot of inconsistency in life, but here's, here's really it. People come and go. That's including, that's including sometimes family members. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff happens, life happens. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have a friend group here. They'll be around for a while. You know, people are going to come and they're going to go out of your life. Girlfriends are going to come and go for the girls. Boyfriends are going to come and go. And it's like, you know, it's, it's the ebb and flow of life. And so I, for me, I think it's important to have a consistent, an anchor, you know what I'm saying? So that you have something to always come back to. Um, Mm -hmm. And for me, that's music, you know, I've had like, you know, like every time if I get my heart broken or something, if I lose a friend, um, I've had, I've had friends that have died. I've had friends that have, you know, had some pretty scary stuff happen to them. It's like, uh, it kind of messes with me. And it's always like when I can't, reach out to anybody when I feel like I can't talk to anybody, I can at least talk to a mic, you know what I'm saying? Or I, I can at least write, write my thoughts down or I can sing. Um, and that's, that's really, cause the mic is always there to listen. It's the one ear that's always open to listen. And yeah, that's, um, 
that's I think that's a really beautiful thing for me. That's something I value so much. I, I say that all the time. I don't like if it were up to me, like if it wasn't for some homies telling me you release this music that you're making, I probably wouldn't even be thinking about releasing the music at all because I made the music for me. Um, and really all of this writing and stuff happened because I wanted to write and I got into it and I fell in love with it. Um, but I didn't even think about releasing it. And you just have to know as an artist, you have to remember that you're doing it for yourself and you're not doing it because other people think you're cool. It's like you have to I have to constantly check myself to make sure that I'm doing it for the right reasons. You know, I have to make sure that I'm not just doing it for me or no, not just doing it for someone else to be cool, like to fit in. Um, but yeah, just make the music do art for yourself so that you can express yourself. That's how you're going to make the most authentic and genuine art. And I think that's why music is so man. beautiful. Like when people having a hard time and they feel like nobody can listen, like that's why, that's why Christianity helps a lot of people, like, especially with alcoholics and stuff, like they need that because they feel alone. And then when people feel alone, they're like, at least God's there to listen to me. Right. Like this right here, I'm not going to say this mic is God, but it's that same feeling. Like when nobody's there, at least I can count on this one thing. Right. And right. everybody yeah. deals with hard things. And that's why music's so powerful. And it's some of the most it's the best medicine for a lot of people, especially today, because they can relate to the juice worlds, you know, or what they're saying, because everybody's depressed. Everybody's going through hard times. Everybody's dealing with losses. And um, somebody putting those emotions on paper, just such a beautiful thing, man. It's It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're not alone Dude. in your depression. Dude. You're not alone in your struggles or your addictions or your yeah. anxiety. You're not alone. It's like you see artists like X come up and songs like Jocelyn Flores have over 2 billion listens. That just shows you that there's 2 billion other people that are dealing with the same shit that you are. Yeah. You know, that, that, feeling of, that feeling of sadness, that feeling of losing someone to suicide, that feeling that X was going through when he was making that, that's serious stuff, but it happens all too often. So often, in fact, that people just are so comfortable with it and they move on so quick and people just feel like they're alone all of a sudden because everybody moved on from it. But they're just like, you can't get over stuff like that so easily. You know, it's just not it's not an easy thing to do. So when you when you go and tap on one of those songs, it's like that one thing like you can always go back and listen to that song. It still irks me every time I listen to songs like that, um, you know, because it just brings me back to certain like circumstances in my life that where that song yeah. has helped me through stuff. Um, but music is so powerful and it unites more people than unites. like, I mean, it unites as many people. It's like religion, like you were saying, but I will say if it weren't for God, I wouldn't have a mic here in the first place. So it all, it all stems back to the maker. You hey, know praise God. But, right? Yeah. <laughs> praise God for that. I, I do run back to my mic all the time, but if, if it weren't for God, I wouldn't have the mic. It's like, it's all, <laughs> You know, yeah. but yeah, um, you're not alone though. Yeah, and I'm I'm here to be one of the advocates to let you know that you're not alone. I love that, dude. I love that. That's awesome, bro. So pretty much, what got you started was just wanting to express whatever you felt. That's what got you into music. Um, what got me into music was um, I'll give you the abbreviated version. So I dated this girl for a while. We had like a hallmark love story, and 
Um, she oh. cheated on me, broke my heart. It was literally a dark and stormy night. I told this story to you the first night that we met, Neo. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was yeah, a dark and stormy night. There was a power outage in my house. Um, I'm sitting. I'm sitting in the exact place where this happened, actually, right now. Um, and it was like thunderstorming, rain clouds, all this stuff. Um, I had candles lit around my bedroom, and my phone was on five percent. And I was about to call my girl and say, "You have my like five percent battery to express yourself." And then we hanging up. Like that's it. I'm not gonna speak to you again. You know what I'm saying? Um. And it was just like, I got on the phone, she was, you know, we just had the conversation, I'll leave the details out of it. But then, you know, my, my phone died or whatever, and it was over. And I just right there, I didn't know really what to do. I would just felt so like, out of out of my own self, I felt really alone. I just didn't like, I was messing around with, like, you know, alcohol and stuff like that. I was vaping and all this stuff, just like coping, 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 all these things that I could you know, just grasping at straws to try to fill some sort of void that I hadn't even identified yet. Um, and I just grabbed a pencil and a paper and I started writing. And I said, there once was a boy who didn't know what he was doing. He got into some stuff. He didn't know what he was losing. His parents were clueless. So, so we thought for a second, he got expelled and they thought he was learning a lesson, but a lesson was never learned. A page just was never turned. His life was like a movie that make other parents concerned. And I just kept writing and writing and writing. I'm just like really got in this zone. I've never written before, but I figured music's always been there for me. Why don't I just try writing a song? Cause that's what people do when they're heartbroken, I guess, you know? Um, and that was literally the first thing that I ever wrote. Um, and I just wrote about, cause at that time I, I had gotten caught and expelled from my school for vaping. And it was just like, like a whole bunch of things. Like my parents were losing trust in me. And, um, I just felt like I was just at this downhill thing. I didn't have like super close friends around me to like bounce back to. So it was just me. Um, and so, yeah, that music right there and then. I said, um, I'm going to make a commitment to write every single day for however long it takes um, for me to fill this emptiness within me. And that was three years ago, um, a little more than three years ago now. And I still have written a song, at least written a song every single day since then. Um, and I've written multiple songs, recorded songs, you know, in some days. So it changes, but um, it's the realest and closest thing to me. These songs that I've been writing are closer to me than any person has ever been. It's like, it's just, it's so intimate to me. You know what I'm saying? It's my thoughts. It's my mind. It's my, it's a, it's an interesting relationship with it, but that's really how I got into music. That is a true story. Um, that's exactly what happened. Like I'll, I'll never, ever forget it. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, that's, that's what happened. Amazing. I mean, it sucks the circumstances that it took to get there, but I mean, right. look at you now. Yeah, awesome, man. I thank God for those for those circumstances, though. If it weren't for that to happen, you know, like you have to thank God for everything that happens, even the worst things, because you never know what it's gonna turn into. There's literally a silver silver lining in everything, absolutely everything. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So a song a day since then mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's your diary <laughs> pretty much. yeah yeah pretty much it's my diary it's just i'm wow. rhyming instead you know <laughs> that's cool yeah that's cool it's like, Man, why are you looking dude, like that bro? 
Who am I? I mean, I would be giving like weird faces and shit. I'm just like like, (laughs) looking at me weird. He just goes, he's like looking over here and cut him, and he goes. I'll be trying to do the, the good video because it's all up to me now, right? Like, Literally, bro. <laughs> that shit is uh, funny. This dude's dropping nah, gems. Dude, like, you got to make sure the quality's good, man. Hey, also, remember, everybody, yeah. one verse is hiring for a photographer slash editor. So if y'all want to career that is in an up it means company uh you know um apply email us support at oneverse.site follow us on ig comment on youtube however get a hold of me neo big sack even anybody and tell them to reach out to oneverse apply for a job you're gonna get hooked up yeah we're definitely looking for a social media manager we forgot to add that in there yeah and what he meant by photographer we mean he means filmmaker. Yeah, like, filmmaker, <laughs> editor. Oh, yeah. That's filmmaker, a big one. Same thing. Filmmaker. You gotta be. Yeah. You gotta be Sam Calder. Cameraman. <laughs> yeah, cameraman. In the real world, I got you guys. Or Let's woman. Do <laughs> I do photography and. Video oh yeah, and we well. and this to, yeah that stuff. We would even prefer a woman shoots because women have they're really good at organizing and making pretty shit that that's nice to the eye man yeah. i remember before i met my wife making my house shit, making shit pretty was a mattress i had nothing nice in, in my eye. house besides a mattress yeah. before i met my wife before i met my wife i had nothing in my house but a mattress yeah <laughs> i'm not even joking <laughs> Not even cereal or nothing, like. No furniture wise, of course. Dude, like I, I had food. Oh, <laughs> this dude so you know would roll off of the bed to the floor, sit there, and he'd bowl of cereal on the floor. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it, like um, I visualized I the whole like a, shit as it was happening. Like <laughs> he's already got it poured out on his on the floor. Yeah, that's crazy. I've been watching like a um, shit. I think what do you call it? A gameplay of The Sims, and these dudes like they only bought fridges and toilets. And they put it in the <laughs> house. So, <laughs> I just imagine you waking up, going to the fridge, and getting your bowl of cereal and sitting on the toilet. <laughs> 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 That's even better on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Bro, y'all, y'all, privilege, bro. I don't even make breakfast. How many of y'all eat breakfast? I don't eat breakfast. I wait till lunch. I'm not a breakfast guy, really. No. Yeah, I, I start Man, eating I, I around like twelve thirty. Twelve thirty, one o'clock. I'll eat. Honestly, I don't really need breakfast. I, I like not eating breakfast, honestly. It's I'll just drink a lot of water. Lunch for me, it's an option. Some people eating like hobbits out here, though. They be eating that like you know, first lunch, second lunch, third lunch, first <laughs> yeah. snack, second snack, third snack. <laughs> nah, I be maxing out. Don't be getting me wrong, like. I don't think any of y'all eat as much as me. I'll put it on the record. I'd love to have a contest, but yeah, I just don't like breakfast. I just don't want to eat when I first wake up in the morning. Right. That's interesting. Oh, he's on mute. Um, Yeah, breakfast to me is the shit. I love breakfast. I have to have breakfast in order to function for the day. And I can eat breakfast any time of the day. For lunch, 
dinner, Word. late snack. I don't know. I just love I haven't it. had cereal in forever. Simple. What's your breakfast hey, item? Omelets. I was going to say, what's the breakfast? Yeah. What, we need to get on this. Maybe yeah. me and Shlick will um, be put on some breakfast game. Man, veggie omelet. I don't know why. Omelets are fire, okay. bro. I got to admit. Omelets are omelets. Yeah. I'll make a yeah. good omelet. Veggie omelets and some hash brown, bro. Hash browns. They have to be crispy. Toasted. Mm. That's like yeah. the dish that I love. The hash brown know? patties or like. No, he's not talking about McDonald's hash browns, bro. You really was trying to go there. I love McDonald's breakfast too. Had, uh, nah, <laughs> Every time I take my son to school, we go stop by McDonald's. Man. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, damn. Feeding your kid poison. So that's you, cool. So you're the coolest dad ever. That's what it is. Apparently, yeah. That's what, that's what yeah, it qualifies deal. you as. <laughs> no, happy, who happy else meal, can agree school, yeah. in school when your parents brought by McDonald's for lunch? You were the oh, coolest yeah. oh. kid hey, in oh, the whole yeah. entire school that day. Goated. You were goaded. Yeah. Like you had a doctor's appointment and you let you came late or something like that, and you would walk into school yeah. with McDonald's <laughs> and everybody would be like, Where'd you get that McDonald's from? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Best memory all, ever like, of school. For bro. Fries. I remember that. Oh, can Facts. I get some fries? Yeah. Can I get some fries? Get some fries? Yeah. No, dude. Yeah, Honestly, the only like here, thing I remember here. about school, like, <laughs> I don't remember. I, I went not, to the doctor today. I, I deserve McDonald's. School. I hated school. <laughs> yeah, you're only popular if you have McDonald's. Or a pack of gum. Oh, those gum fiends are real, dude. I was just talking about this the other day. You walk through the hallway, you smell that, like, hubba bubba strawberry from, like, a whole hallway length away. Motherfuckers come around the corner like, hey, yo, I smell that. (laughs) They be sprinting at you like, I need a piece of that. Let me get some of that. Exclusivity. Yeah, exactly. And then the teacher's all like, hey, so then you got a pack for the whole class then, right? Oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh. You got gum for the whole class, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, What is it with teachers always saying that same shit? (laughs) You know what else they be saying? Can Can you go to the bathroom? Oh, can you? (laughs) Can you? May I? I don't know. Can you? Yeah. (laughs) Shut up, teach. Shut up. I'm pissing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can once. and I will they right now. I didn't give you permission. Like, I, I just asked know. if can you can. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if you can. What What is it they say? It was like, I don't know. Can you? And I'm yeah, like, hell exactly. yeah, I can. I just walk out the room. <laughs> yeah, and then they'd be getting mad at you. Like, you didn't you didn't leave with yeah. permission. And I'm like, dude, you play yeah, stupid no. games, get some surprises. I would just walk out of class if I had to go to the bathroom. I never asked. Wow. You badass, bro. Bad kid. Yo, yeah, yeah oh, whatever. Wow. I wasn't no bad kid. I was good. They would he just was a bad boy. Like stupid stuff like that. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> Bro, my high school. Actually. What? No, go ahead. You're going to say that story about high school? You were what? No, what? in my high school, because like, <laughs> I was like a little fucking, a little white boy. <laughs> Just a little freaking scrawny white kid. I would be walking around the hallways and literally there would be people next to me, behind me, and I'd be walking down the hallway with this big goofy smile on my face. They would stop the person behind me. Hey, where's your hall pass? Not even talk to me, bro. Like, <laughs> And they would be like, he's walking in the halls too. And they wouldn't say nothing. Like, I'm talking to you. It was best. I was privileged in my high school for sure because I was just so not threatening. They were like, this kid's not skipping class. I can do whatever I want. And they didn't say nothing, right? It's pretty cool. 
pretty cool. <laughs> he's oh, he's so definitely nice. working with the with the office. He's going to pick up a kid from class. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The dean's he assistant. He's fed for real. The yeah, fed, bro. A he dean's works for assistant. The ops. That's what it is. Imagine he's like five, six years old. He's like, yeah, that kid's with the feds. He's an op. We don't know him. And gives you a little wink. Like they wing at you, like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, the hall monitors and I were, <laughs> like were hooked up. I would be like shaking up with them. That was the thing. You got to know your connections. Same with the deans. It's like, true. I would true, just be true, chill true. as hell with the deans, be like cool with them so they didn't want to get you in trouble when you did stupid shit. Dude, my dean, dean was, was actually like, my first mentor get me. that I've ever had. That's cool. cool. Nice. That's cool. That's he was like really my dope. mentor, like for the real world and everything. So definitely have your connections to school for sure. Yeah, make friends yeah, with people. That could go a very long way. Yeah, that could go a very long way. Literally, my first mentor, a dean from my fucking high school. That's mm. cool, man. That's crazy. So bro. much wisdom. I'm but glad you had a good we were talking high school about... experience with that, though. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm yeah, glad. you got expelled, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's <clears throat> that's talking messed about up. My whole... Yeah, food, food, work. So yeah, we're talking about food. So there's this little segment that we do here. Um, <laughs> it's a little, Eat. it's a little game that we do. It's a little game that we do. Little game. Word. Um, so in this game, <laughs> right? This little game. It's yep. a pizza choice thing. <clears throat> you get four franchises. So one being the best, four being the shittiest, and you got to rank them to what's best for you. So first is Domino's. Well, doesn't matter. Domino's, Pizza Hut, yeah. yeah, options. Domino's, yeah. Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Little Caesars. Rank them. Little Caesars, number one. Domino's, oh. number two. Oh. Pizza Hut, number three. And number four hey. is... Wait, what was the other one? Papa John's. Papa John's? No, no oh, Papa John's Papa in John's. last. What? Bro, you are on drugs, bro. No wonder they expelled you from high school. Not anymore. I'm actually you so a tweet. It's really, it's a boo. It's, you are on drugs. Yeah, you deserve to be kicked out. It's final. Man, Little Caesar is fire though. They got that stuffed crust. I'm like, bro. They got the stuffed crust, stuff bro. Crust I haven't had the stuffed crust. Boo! Right, I heard wait, Papa so John's got stuffed crust too won? now. Yeah, Little they Caesars do. on top. What was two? What are they charged like forty bucks? Two is Domino's. Two is Domino's. Yeah, and then three Pizza Hut. He, he likes yeah. cardboard. So That's you'd like cardboard. You just eat cardboard a lot. That's why you like Domino's and Pizza uh, Little Caesars one. Yeah, it's like yeah, just the cardboard. Yeah, I like those yeah, two on okay. top. I just be getting a lot of Domino's, you know what I'm saying? Like Domino's is just <laughs> yeah. kind of like the go-to. Like I'll be at a studio session or something, and it's just like, "Hey, I want food." Yeah, I got Domino's on the way already. All right, cool. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just like Y'all that thing. You got it quick. Hut, it's Pizza Hut. That big old box. All right, at least work. Domino's bigger than Pizza Hut. I'll agree. I think Papa John's number one. I don't know why this dude's tweaking, Papa. You good, bro. Don't be letting <laughs> these guests discourage you. Papa, you nah, you, don't you daddy. Like Papa, you daddy. Nah, he's but, out of it now. Um, nah, Domino's sponsor <laughs> us, man. Little Caesars sponsor us. We'll take it. I love I grew up on your five dollar pizzas. So remember, little Caesars, you want you want some, we got you, bro. Which yeah, that's no disrespect to Papa John's. You know what I'm saying? I just haven't gotten a lot of Papa John's, if I'm being honest. Like that's why it's less, because yeah. I just like haven't explored it fully yet. 
That's what I'm saying. I can count on one but hand I'm gonna need how many to. times I had it. You know, it's like right, yeah, three, yeah, three, four there times. You go. <clears throat> Sorry, you want to know something? Fuck yeah. all of those pizza franchises. No, but we want your sponsorship, so don't fuck. Me. <laughs> I'd rather go. <laughs> I I'd rather I'd have a mom and pop, mom and pop pizza. Yeah. Mm, mm, you can't you can't beat that. Just y'all ever fresh. had punch pizza? No. What the heck is that? What? You don't know what? punch pizza? Oh, I'm gonna put y'all on game. Punch pizza. Punch that's pizza. The best pizza. What do they do? Yeah. Throw the pizza in your face and they call it punch. <laughs> yeah, they throw that. They throw punch it on the it. table. Like, yeah, it's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, that's how they do the dough. It's like no, I'm just playing. No, it's like a it's like really really thin like crust pizza, and it's like instead of like sauce, it's more or less like liquid almost. It's like that sauce. Like, okay, yeah, water pizza sounds great. It's, it's yeah. kind of no, no. It's Little no, Caesars is number bro. one. You kind of have to a... try it. They do have sauce and stuff, but it's like that true Italian <laughs> pizza. It's really, really, really good. Oh, okay, okay. That's you ever and they don't even add cheese too. Pizza. That's the thing. No, they got cheese. They got cheese. They don't even have cheese. Like what? So is this exclusive to Minneapolis? I don't know, actually. I think I think it's just like Minnesota. Since y'all probably since y'all haven't heard of it, if it was in your area, you would have heard of it. Yeah, guess yeah. where I, I'm gonna I be presume. in a couple of weeks, bro. No way. Are you gonna Vicon, come out here, bro? Is that wait, Vicon? Is that in here? Viking Stadium, bro? Bro, we got a link. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be from that. I'm gonna be in the Hilton Hotel right by the Viking Stadium. Bro, we got a link. <laughs> this dude didn't even invite us. Yeah, I did. Literally. Dude, dude y'all should about? y'all should come. We can all link. <laughs> yeah. I literally could drive out and see you. It's like half an hour drive to US Bank Stadium. You gotta watch your ass in Minneapolis right now though. It's streets are crazy right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ever since the uh George Floyd, like the riots and all that. It's stuff, still bad. And then it's not as bad as it was, but like I mean, it was really bad. It was like an all-out like civil war out there. We had national guard out there and stuff. I had homies yeah. in national guard that were out like, like really getting shot at and like stuff being thrown at them. Like really, people out there dying and stuff. It was really, really crazy. Um, and just to like see, so like crazy story from that night. I was out with a photography couple client of mine, and we was just like hanging out, and all of a sudden we see like ambulance, cop car, cop car, all this stuff. And then people start like we look at the target and people start like breaking into the target. We like, all right, we got to get out of here. We're like looking at our phones, trying to figure out like what happened. We like quick hop in the car and start driving away really fast. And like we were just like looking at our phones, like frantically trying to figure out what happened until we found out about the George Floyd thing, which we hadn't heard mm-hmm. of yet. And all of a sudden, before we know it, our city's up in flames. Next night, they burned down a police station, like burned it to the ground. The target that got burned down. And yeah yeah they didn't they didn't really like burn it down but they literally went in there and like looted it trashed the whole place like it's a big target Jesus. too but they burned down a police station like the third wow. precinct police station they like people were on top of there throwing molotovs at it and like they burnt that place and like they were they didn't even care it was just a bunch of reckless like rioting yeah. like they were burning yeah. it wasn't even a protest against like black lives matter like they were burning down like black owned businesses out there mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like it was really messed up so it's like the people that were doing it peacefully protesting like that's cool you know what i'm saying but just 
the people that came in to just loot and wreak havoc. Like people are coming in by busloads from other cities to just come wreak havoc on our city. And it's just crazy because you'd never expect something like that to happen in your own city. Yeah. Um, where like it was pretty crime free before this. And now like police are scared to like get jobs and like work out in the city because, you know, every, every, everybody hates you now. Like everybody hates police officers. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. defund the police. Like we just want the purge. Like, let's go. It's like, wow, you know, yeah, really, people so are on that. that. <clears throat> yeah, for screw real. That. But no, you guys should be fine. Or How did Mall of America here, turn out? Did that get looted too? No, Mall of America was pretty cool. They have good security, though. You know what I'm saying? Mall of America is great. Yeah, I, I was just there a couple days ago. It's, yeah, it's fully functional. We should go up, We should go to the Mall of America, Slick. I'll show you around, bro. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool, man. Let's do it. That would be dope. That would be dope for real. Yeah, um, we don't got no, no stores here in Hawaii, so. Oh, so word, yeah. You guys. Get your shopping up. <laughs> so if you guys meet up, does that mean you guys are going to go to Little Caesars or Papa John's to get some pizza? Papa John's, bro. <laughs> we finna go Papa John's. Bro, we got to take him. I'm going to take him to Punch Pizza, yo. If we can't oh, take him to Punch. Punch Pizza. Show I'll, you I'll what Punch is all I just, about. I just looked at it right now. It looks, <laughs> looks decent. <laughs> Schlick's that head. means it looks Water bad. Pizza. You said it looked decent. Water pizza. You see that? You see pictures of it? You look it I, up? I saw it. They, they like focus on like personalized pizza, like little ones. Yeah, they kind of do like little pizzas, but the yeah, it's so most of the like time a, like little pizzas. Yeah. You guys ever heard of like Blaze pizza? Yeah, Blaze, yeah. Yeah. So kind of like Blaze, sure. like you get your own. It's like brick oven. Pizza. Yeah, it's like it's, it's oh, a brick, like brick oven ovens. like build thing. Yeah, that's what it is really. They just Red do brick. it a certain way. That's just like they just have the... I don't know. They have something to their recipes. They just know what's up. Like everybody, it's like the hidden gem of pizza around here. Yep. And now a word from our sponsors. Be sure to hit up Kiwi Design. Link in the description. They got some good products. I got to admit, the Elite Strap is a lot more comfy than any other one I've personally used. So remember that. Yeah. And this is cool having the, the grips on the controllers. Yeah. Especially if you're playing games like Contractors and stuff, you're throwing grenades. That ain't going nowhere. I've chucked my controller across the room before. Yeah, how many of y'all have chucked your controllers, man? I think everybody has. Quite a few (laughs) of us. But that face mask, though, dude. That face mask. So comfortable. You don't get. You don't feel like none of those creases or dryness on your skin. Like, it's so fitting. Like, whenever you move your head fast or you're playing a game, it just stays put. It's like a little cushion, like a leather cushion. So comfortable, bro. Definitely recommend that. A face mask. Hell yeah, Kiwi Design. Shout out to Kiwi. Thank you, man. We appreciate y'all. Back to our regular scheduled program. Mr. Coda. Mr. Coyote Coda. So so your name's Dakota. My name's Coda. It's just Coda. Your parents named you Coda. What is it? Yep. Oh no, wow! I I do have an actual name, and it's oh, not so. it's not even close to it's not even close to Coda. Uh, how do you get this nickname, really Johnson? <laughs> it's, no, it's not Johnson. <laughs> Junior Billy Johnson. <laughs> Junior Billy Johnson, man. How do you know? How do you know? <laughs> Junior. Man, it's kind of like I don't know. I don't know if I should tell. It. It's kind of my alibi. 
Yeah, don't tell it. Just what's your what's how'd you come up with Coda though? What what got you into? So okay, okay. So here's the thing. So this is this is actually a question I get a lot of the time. Um, so there was this place that I used to go to. Um where a lot of kids used to go and just like hang out. It was called Dakota park. I'm not going to say where it was. Cause it was kind of our like secret spot. Um, my homie showed me this spot and we all used to just go there and just like smoke and chill. And like, um, I wrote a lot of my first songs there. Um, and it was just like, kids would just come out and just would be like, you know, just hanging out and whatever. It was just a place where we could get away. We had a nice view of like the city skyline. It was on some railroad tracks um, and I just kind of started going to there all the time. And um, I was just like, dang, like Dakota Park. And I live like right by Mystic Lake Casino. So it's like the Dakota Sioux community. So it's like there's all like the girl that cheated on me. She's from North Dakota. <laughs> so it's just like Ooh, all these signs and all of this be, stuff ooh. that were leading that related to my music. I'm like a big like science guy. If I start seeing sign after sign after sign, I start questioning it. And so like finally, but main thing was Dakota Park. Um, and so like, that was the main place where I got it from because I got more inspiration. There was just something special about that place that every time I went there, I got some sort of big idea or vision or dream or lyric. Um, and it was something about it. Like every time we went there, I don't know if it was just cause we were high or if it was like every time we got to the train tracks, it was not even the walk there, but like right when we got there, the sky was purple. That's why the purple. It's, that's like my color now it's like my whole brand like the sky was always 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 purple and it was pitch black out like stars and everything but the sky always looked purple i think it was like the glare of like the city skyline coming the up lights uh, any chance no maybe no i mean we don't really have those by there's too it's much the light midwest bro our city so it's like yeah there's you can not see it up there can't you no you can't up north so. like, i'm from illinois yeah like you can if you in the, if you go in the right place at the right time, but I mean we're talking this is every night. That's rare. If you drive yeah. four or five six hours up north out to the middle of nowhere, then maybe you could see it. But other than that, there's too much light pollution in the city. You would never be able to see them. So yeah, it's, I think it's just like the, the way the lights reflect in the city. Plus every night it's like it's crazy. So I just started calling myself Dakota, and then because I just thought it sounded dope, I was just like, man, yeah, that's dope. I'm gonna just like you know kind of make that my own thing. Um, and then, uh, it turned into Dakota cause my homies started calling me Dakota and then that turned into Dakota and now I'm Dakota. <laughs> and there and is another rapper like Dakota the friend, like, yeah, yeah just Dakota. We're like, just going to be calling you Dakota. Yeah. And then I'm going to just Yo, be K. K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, K. What up, K? <laughs> yeah. What up, there is another rapper, Coda the Friend, but I always tell people I'm Coda, but I'm not your friend. If they're going to call me on that, you know my friend. <laughs> but That's you can't funny. tell me that Lil Baby and Dub Baby can't be in coexisting and tell me and Coda the Friend can't exist in the rap game when we have totally different styles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, true, true. I reserve true. the right. But my music name like on streaming platforms is The Coda, like T-H-E-K-O-T-A. Um. And Coda, the Coda is like, like the Coda is a musical tribe after like, I like found that out after that's why I decided to call myself the Coda. So really in essence, if we're going really deep into this and what it really means to me is y'all are the Coda, not me. I'm just like the leader of the tribe, but the people that mess with me, the people that listen to my music that are a part of my 
tribe so so to speak like the people that listen to my music are like mm-hmm. part of my like tribe it's like the musical tribe so it's like you know what i'm Your saying followers. y'all are the coda not even me yeah <laughs> interesting that's very so yeah the, yeah it's got a lot of different well, like kind of levels to it but yeah i say you gotta take slick to this uh this place and show them where it's at Park. I'm going to be a vegan bro yeah. every day. I'm going to be pretty busy. You're close. You're about 15 minutes away from Coda oh, Park. We can go. Hell yeah. After <laughs> because I only my... take I only take certain people there though. That's a that's yeah, a sacred I was going to ask you uh so how many how many girls are you taking there? None. <laughs> oh, <okay>. None. <laughs> You're a little I don't even I don't even listen. I don't even mess with I don't even mess with girls like that, and I'm not saying I'm no homo. Like I'm not gay or anything, but like I'm. It's just, okay like, to be gay. Remember that we want to include every <laughs> okay everybody, every no, preference, include, man. We include that. That's cool. But I'm not. I'm straight yeah, the most bro. straight people. It's okay to be gay, dude. It's, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Bro, no, it's I just don't be messing with girls just like make sure that. You like I'm just. I don't mess with like relationships. <laughs> I got burned once, and it was like I just haven't met yeah. the right. Like I've like dated around a little bit, but I'm not really. Yeah, like, you got a bunch of. I'm not into too, it. Right? How many you got? I got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Meta booze. Okay, that's different, man. That's just part of the. <laughs> Let's talk about the meta hoes. I like meta hoes better. Sorry. The meta meta <laughs> groupies. Met groupies. Ooh. That's the thing. Okay. That's definitely the thing. Okay. Let's talk about so them. How y'all like it? So I feel like girls are a little bit um, more friendly in the metaverse in the yeah. real world. What y'all think? Okay, like everyone. Yeah. I think everybody's a little bit more friendly, a little bit more flirty. Yeah. Definitely. Because we don't metaverse. know what we look like or like what our real position in life is. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like we all hot yeah. in the metaverse. This character that we can create, right? Yeah. You don't really also know. That's why I don't be like flirting around and stuff in here because you never know. Like you could be you could be talking to like a supermodel or you could be talking to like Bruno. the complete opposite of your type. Like, you know what I'm saying? But hey, I don't care about yeah. none of that. As long as I got good personality, we can buy. Man, <laughs> this is that is that is so BS. He can't come uh, in here and say that. That's just what he's saying about? to get girls to talk to him. Come on, don't even buy that. Nah. Girls, don't buy nah, that crap. Nah. <laughs> don't nah. buy that. Nah. Oh, energy. That's the other yeah. thing. Energy. Vibes and energy. energy. Yeah. They got the vibes. It's all about the vibes and the yeah. energy. Okay. Yeah, he'd be talking to a girl. They'd be having some deep conversations. I hear it all the time. And then all of a sudden he gets an Instagram and then he's like yeah, I looked at her Instagram, and yeah, just the vibes just fell off after. I don't know why. And I'm like, how convenient. You look at her Instagram, and then all of a sudden the vibes are different. Yeah, come on, bro. Like, just be real with me, man. I I ain't trying to judge, but. Oh, my hey, God. Man. Yo. I'd say, no, like, really yeah, you know, be. we just nah, drifted apart, just you know? Be on like, that, man. <laughs> Golly, bro! Just kidding. I don't want to no, hear that. It, that's not true, by the way. That's not true. That's not true. That is not <laughs> I true. Do not, that is I not, do just not to clear that out for the that. listeners. That is not true. We can clip. We can clip that. <laughs> you know, I I actually like to like like how exactly how how we met. I like to connect with people. Yeah, no matter boy, girl, whatever you are, I have deep conversations with everybody. Yeah. 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 It's the best way to do it. You got to connect interpersonally. 
You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, girls, girls just like, I mean, I'll have like girls as friends, but like, like a girlfriend right now for me is just a distraction. Like I got to stay with my head, sit on straight, unless the perfect girl comes just like into my life somehow, like that's a different story. Other than that, it's just me and my bars till death do us part. You heard it here today. Yep. Hey. Is that a new song coming out or something? Next, jeez, them. That is a that is a yeah. song. It's just me and my bars till death do us part. Got a call from my heart. He told me to keep me out of the dark. I had a friend who ain't catching the vision, wasting my time. Should have been losing them all from the start. <laughs> Let's hear a song, hey, bro. You heard it all. That's a, that's a little taste of Coda right there. And talking about that, yeah. Let's hear a song. You want to hear a song, and you want to hear some bars. What do you? Yes. What do you want? No, hear? let's hear a song. Yeah, bars. A bar. You no, hear let's bars? hear some bars. If you, yeah. you can listen to my songs, I'm gonna be releasing stuff. But yeah, what I can freestyle beach do we do? We need a beat. Should, what freestyle nah. beach do you want nah, us to go? Just just some bars. Acapella. Ah, all right. Uh huh. Yeah. Let the viewers. Let the viewers and listeners know. What is this bar or like what kind of vibe? Like what kind of, what's your what vibe? Kind of energy? Oh, shit, actually, let's cut what kind of, en- what's the energy? That's the vibe. That's the I was vibe, thinking song. Man. I was thinking song because he said song. Right. Yeah. No, it's like, like the, uh, like when I, when I write, it's always like, it always starts with like one bar. You know what I'm saying? It starts with one bar and one idea, one circumstance, something that happened to me or like, something that i noticed that i'm just like oh i could i definitely want to talk about that because i got a whole like thing i got to process all of like my writings are just me processing things just like you said sack like a diary so it's like it's just me like fully processing thoughts and just like as i'm going i'm like discovering and learning more and more about whatever i'm writing about as i'm going and i just get into a zone and like after i'm done writing i like wake up almost out of a zone it feels like like i sleep for a while and then wake up and then i can read it through and be like oh yeah no it's tight like you know i can definitely That's tell i improved from last crazy. time i wrote but it's like it's almost like an out-of-body experience yeah. um but you know i'm no, definitely no. conscious while doing it but it's like <laughs> you know i just be if i if i get too conscious with it and don't flow with it it's not going to turn out good i can never force it it has to just come creatively like if an idea comes and I just feel like it all coming upon me, I'm like, okay, I need to like start writing. And then all of a sudden I just catch myself in the weirdest places. Like I've written songs in the weirdest places, bro. Cause I'm just like, like walking in the middle of the, like the living room. And then I just like sit down on the floor. I'm just like, okay, I just need to write this right now. Like <laughs> just sit there for like two yeah. hours. Just nice. write. You got no furniture Whatever. either. You get up for a tree either, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's but, hear some no. bars, man. Okay, yeah. Let's see. Let's uh, see what we're so I said, I'd never take shit for granted. The planet and all the rivers. Most of you, it seems to me, missing out on the bigger picture. Probably won't see it till Mother Nature breaks and you can't fix her. If your light bulb shatters and you stop getting ideas, gotta ask yourself, was it the bulb or the fixture? And so, like, like right there, I was just talking about like, like people who talking about like, oh man, I can't. I just want to make hits. I just want to make hits. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, and right. like we just want to take advantage of this world that we live in. Like. Like, everybody's just taking it so much for granted. Like, oh, I just want me, me, me. Everything's for me. But nobody cares about, like, like the natural environment of things, the natural flow of things. They just want, like, so much selfish energy out there. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, so, you know, what I said, like, if your light bulb shatters and you stop getting ideas, got to ask yourself, was it the bulb or the fixture? You know, was it like was it. it you or was it the world? You're just going to blame the world on impacting you or like, do you have a part to play in that, too? You know what I'm saying? Because you can't just blame everything on everybody else. Um, and then I said, if we ain't playing chess and it's checkers, but ain't no teams in that game like they got selling their records. What happened to the passion? Y'all more focused on money you get from sweatshirts than making your music better. I love it in any weather, cold or warm. I'm feeling like I got the saddest happiness, a trendsetter, but I fall and conform. Then hero called to confirm. I got my heart in my arm. I find it hard to stay strong. I find it hard to stay long. Um, so there I'm saying, like, I'm talking on, like, like ain't no teams in that game. Like, they got selling their records. Y'all more focused on making like people aren't focused on making their music better they're just focused on making hits and making money and getting attention like that six nine shit we were talking about like nobody actually cares about the love of music why are you a rapper if you don't love music i think that shit's so stupid like people should not be making music like why are you making music you built your whole career on building like on doing something that you don't actually love that you don't actually you're not actually about it and all these rappers are going out here saying yeah i'm about this rapid shit but it's not even about that rapping shit. You just think that because you're talking about hard stuff, that means you a rapper and that just that makes you about rapping. Nah, you ain't about rapping if you don't know the, what rapping was built on. Wordplay, homophones, entendres, rhyme schemes, flows, things that Jay-Z pioneered. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't understand where this hip hop stuff branched from. That's why, like, I don't even listen to some of these like like newer rappers. It's like they're not that's not rap really it's just like you know what's crazy though it's crazy that this is coming from a young z you're gen z right yeah i'm gen z it's crazy how that's coming from a gen z like (laughs) you would think like you would you would think that that that's kind of like your your generation of music you know kind of like what 50 cent in the club was for us or stuff like that you know but you would not sometimes i think i'm the only one though i swear down (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's interesting the reason what i'm trying to point age. out though what i'm trying to point out though it's interesting that you're saying that your generation of music like that group like kind of sucks and how they sing like they just mumble stuff like that kind of yeah. like shows where you at in that spectrum of what you see the value in music like you yeah. you must be you got to be ahead you got to see something you got to have a vision to like really yeah. see that that this music now kind of sucks because you know what it could be and what it should be. So that, that speaks yeah. a lot of volume, especially in like in the age group that you have, because a lot of them usually just go with what's trending and what's the vibe in the moment. And you're like right. seeing past that. So, so that's yeah. interesting. Let me ask you real quick then. What was yeah. your, your, did your parents show you music? Well, obviously your parents showed you music, but how much of an influence that music that they showed you impact you now? Because that's my whole yeah. thing. Like, if I just grew up listening to music that everybody else was listening to around my time, like, I, I, I kind of consider myself an old soul. So, like, what's the kind of stuff that your parents showed you? Hmm. My parents my parents didn't put me on any of this game, for real. This is just, I'm, I'm like, by chance. Nice. Like, I'm 100% by chance. So, um, my, I was, I'm raised in a Christian household. I'm a Christian. It's like, so it's like, Anything with the little red explicit when you have to buy stuff on iTunes and it had that little red explicit thing that was just right on all the songs, it was like, that's off limits. I see that downloaded, you're grounded. 
You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah. so Damn. like me being like shifty one day, I just wanted to try an explicit album um, just to see like what was so bad about it. Cause I didn't know, but my parents were putting me on to like Christian music. Like that was pretty much all I listened to, or, you know, like the radio, KDW meme room five, stuff like that. I was, I was yeah. just listening to that, like surface level stuff, which at the time KDWB in my station was like the big, like pop station. And there was some good stuff yeah. going on. That was like when party rock anthem came out and like oh, yeah. <laughs> party rock. That was like, you know, that was, a good, that was a good era. You know what I'm nah, saying? Yeah, like, that yeah. was good. So it was, it was a lot of that stuff, but that was just surface level mainstream music. Um, So I happened to go on like iTunes one day and I had an iTunes gift card for my birthday or whatever. And I like saw the little red explicits and, um, there was this album called to pimple butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. And I had no idea what it was. I just saw that it was hip hop and rap and I just knew it was really bad. And that was the only like thing I had on it. I was just like, okay, this is the one, this is the one I'm going to do it. So I, I downloaded it. I put it onto my little MP3 player and then told my mom, hey, I accidentally downloaded the explicit version of this album when I meant to download the clean version. She's like, oh, OK, honey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're good. I was like, oh, yeah, got <laughs> found the little loophole. But I had it on the but I had it on the iPod. Literally. Yeah, it was like achievement unlocked. <laughs> it was I had it on the iPod and <clears throat> like and then uh, like the, you know, got deleted off the computer and um i was bumping that but obviously i couldn't do that again you know what i'm saying like my mom would be like okay you pulling something over on me now like she would check the ipod but i i got away with it so for two years i this was in eighth grade um or like i think this was seventh grade even um because this was 2015 right when the album came out Damn. and i bumped that on the 2015, way to seventh grade damn I was in seventh grade in like, yeah, 2015. So it was like I was two years graduated high school. On the way back from school, all I listened to <laughs> was To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar, which is one of the greatest rap albums of all time. Now I know that, but I didn't know that it's back then. Album. I just, uh, I studied that album again and again and again, like not even knowing what half of it meant because I wasn't in the culture back then. I didn't learn about any of this stuff. Um, and so it was like just bumping all that. And then I finally got to high school and we got Chromebooks and Spotify. And then it was over. I started finding more rappers, rappers. And then I really got indulged in hip hop and did all of my own research. Like nobody showed me, nobody put me on game to anybody. I found Tentacion because he was blown up in my school with Look At Me. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just like that put me in like the SoundCloud rapper scene. And then before yeah. I knew it, um my i was in the car with my homie and um and he's like hey bro have you heard this uh have you heard this juice world dude and i'm like no he's like bro he's gonna like really really blow up but yeah it's really crazy and i was like i was like okay cool yeah um and we we listened to um we listened to some of his stuff off goodbye and good riddance and like you know lucid dreams and all girls are the same and all that stuff. oh I'm man like, yeah. what you know what i'm saying like it's just crazy and then he really blew up you know what i'm saying and i had the privilege of going to a juice world concert and um some ski out out at the concert and it's crazy like being at a juice world concert where they do an x memorial and you all these kids that x you know impacted all doing this up in the air at an x concert and then you know juice world dies 
after you see Juice World like doing a memorial for your last favorite artist that died. Yeah. It's like it, right. I don't know, man. It's still it still fucks me up to this day cuz it's like what you don't even like expect like there's no other like golden boy that like comes comes next after these artists. You just don't know who's going to come in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's nobody that's in that position, that spotlight like like X, like Juice. You like know who started it? Pop, Mac like Miller. Mid. Yeah, Mac. Mac was Mac in there, Miller bro. was it's the like, first death that really kind of like started that. Yeah, and it's like a spotlight. They come in for a few years, just rock the game. Everybody has nothing to say other than they just paid mm-hmm. attention to this artist, and then the artist dies, yeah, and it's like there's nuts. nothing you can do about it. They're not coming back. It's like that's that's it. And that that really really messed with me. I'll never forget where I was when all of those people died, because those were people that really really impacted me for real. Like Juice World is like his music really really got me through a lot. X got me through a lot too. Like in high school for me, depression was real. Teachers were emailing my parents saying I'm too stupid to be in their class. Like I got put in like the special ed class and everything. People telling me like I just learned differently. So that just made me like not fit in. People thought, you know, they called me like the school shooter kid because I had depression. I walk around with my hood up and all that oh, shit. Oh no. Like bumping X and my earbuds on. Like, you know what I'm saying? They just like they called me that. I was that kid. You know what I'm saying? Now look at me. Oh, <laughs> if you're watching yeah. this. But like now people now people from that school, like if I would have literally, if I would have died in that high school that I went to on the hallway, people would have just stepped over me. I ain't even gonna cap. And that's like that's that's for real, for real. But like these those artists those people kept me going along throughout my friendships that came and went throughout everything those artists kept going on like kind of going tying back to how music has just constantly got me through so much how it gets people through so much and that's that's a powerful powerful thing um but yeah i just feel like there's there's nobody in the game right now like two days before juice died he tweeted out y'all can be better than juice world ever was and i expect you to do so it was like something on the lines like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like he knew. Like, it was like all those people knew. But he, yeah, like, tweeted that out. He was writing so about it. so when he died, it was like, yeah, he wrote about it all the time. Like In his songs. Like, I don't got much time left yeah. type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, talks about that stuff almost all like, the time. It's almost like a, some of these people have, like, a cryptid message. Like, like almost like they're some type of messenger. Yeah. For that generation or for that society, people coming up. It's so like literally they have like cryptid message that they throw there as a messenger to start sparking certain, you know, certain abilities from within people around their age group and stuff like that to rise up yeah. and do something in this world and society. It's interesting. Like that kind of happens so though, with every generation. Like, every generation yeah. is something like that, like almost like messengers that come yeah. and spark like and influence people. And then those people start evolving and doing things because of this one person that you should listen to that yeah. passed away. So that's pretty interesting. I think that those people might be just messengers, man. Yeah. Some high yeah. level energy wave. And serious. and they were they're different too. Way different. Because like think about it like this. I'm twenty years old right now. If I was Juice World right now, at twenty years old, I'd be multi platinum. I'd have a song with over a billion streams. <laughs> that's crazy. At twenty years that's old. Hey, Peak of my crazy. career. Like, can you imagine me at 20 years old right now, multi-platinum, and I have My two albums that went platinum. 
literally <laughs> <laughs> like literally <what> yeah <laughs> for real but i feel like when when juice died because juice was the closest of those artists to me i when he tweeted that and i saw that you know what i'm saying after when he died i felt like that i wept the whole day after he died like i ain't even gonna lie i don't even tell people that you know what i'm saying like because that's some really really deep like close to me stuff yeah i don't cry like that Stuff doesn't, like, make me cry like that. But, like, that really, really messed me up. Like, I was, I got woke up at, like, 4 in the morning. And, like, my friend was like, yo, 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 for real, like, you got to wake up. Like, he literally woke me up to tell me. And we literally just sat there and listened to one of his songs. We listened to I'm Still off of Goodbye and Good Riddance. And we just sat there and just, like, just, like, took it in, bro. And I just couldn't even help. I just broke out in tears, bro. And I he left. I was just crying, bro. I just cried all day. And my mom had no idea. She was like, she like heard me crying and she was like, you know, what's going on or whatever. And she, she just didn't really like understand the full extent of it. Cause they didn't never have an artist like that. Yeah. Really, she was like, why are you crying about some close. famous person dying? What's wrong with you? Right. Yeah. 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 Your son, don't cry. It's okay. You're going through puberty. It's okay. Son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, something right? stupid like that. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Somebody just stupid. died. Like, like <laughs> think about it a human just died that you really looked up to like that's a big deal yeah yeah dude i mean she just doesn't know i mean i mean that's not her fault for not knowing how much juice has impacted me it's just like one of those things that not many people understand even people that yeah. didn't know him it's like if everybody had their own experience with him but I, when he actually died i felt like there was some sort of a responsibility on my life because i was writing songs at that point to try to like finish what he started because i saw what he did and he said all the time in his songs like almost like he was in conversation with me like when you listen to some of his songs it's like you in conversation with him and he's telling you you can do it better than me i expect you to do that you can do this you can do it if i can do it you can do it literally i'm just i'm just a kid like you like you can do it too so literally that's that's what i feel like i feel like i can do it too and he showed me that I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, he paved the way for artists like me to come in and do like new stuff. Cause there is, you have to be different. If you're going to come into a rap game, you have to bring something new to the table. And so what I feel like I'm bringing new to the table is that is the lyricism. Cause I've studied and like learned writing from Kendrick, but I'm also like singing and doing melodic stuff like juice world. And I have all these other influences that are just like kind of in the middle, you know, Thug and Don Tolliver and like Travis Scott and like all these other people that are just kind of like, you know, when you blend all those styles, you get something completely different. It's all like an evolution of music. And so I want to bring something new to the table. And I feel like there is a responsibility on my life to do what Juice did um, in my own stat, in my own style. You know what I'm saying? Like, like our generation needs a voice. And nobody's nobody's stepping up. Everybody's just stagnant right now. And they're just waiting for the next X to come in, the next juice to come in. So, And I'm hungry. I want this stuff. And I, I don't why see other you? people that are like, yeah, exactly. Why can't it be me? That's that's really my big message that like for everybody that's listening to this right now, like why not you? Why can't it be you? Like get up off your ass and do it. Like chase, chase it. You have to be hungry about it. These people did not just get to their place because they were born Travis Scott. You know, Travis mm-hmm. Scott was not born Travis Scott. 
he had to work and work and work and work to get to where he is. You can do it. It's not, there's no, nothing different about him than you. You share the same species. You're both human. <laughs> like y'all both got blood and the same organs and everything. Same voice. It's like, you know, but every, everybody's made unique, you know what I'm saying? With different gifts. So follow your dreams. I'm not saying everybody has to be a rapper. Not, not at all. Follow, follow what, what your true gifting is and your true calling is a hundred percent. Wow, man. Yeah! <laughs> oh, is this a good time That's to wrap message, up, you man. think? Yeah, 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 that was a good message, yeah. dude. Perfect message. That's what I got to say. <laughs> That's... Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Coda, thank you for coming. We appreciate you. <laughs> Fuck. We preach you, bro. We <laughs> fucking preach you, it's bro. Been a long podcast. <laughs> Dude, it's been like two hours, man. Thank you for coming and letting me preach. And we can go. (laughs) We can go three more hours. That's the thing. Once we get a bunch of subscribers, we'll have four or five hour podcasts. Right now, we just try and keep them a little shorter. But um, yeah, yeah, man, you you spoke some gems, man. That was good. That was a good one, bro. Thank you, yo. I appreciate you. And I'm not. I I wish I could say more. You know what I'm saying? That's my favorite thing is speaking my mind and expressing myself and just. I love I love sharing what I got going on. I love to see what everybody else got going on. Yeah. I love to influence people. So hey, maybe we can have I you can around do do next time around. Maybe uh, yeah, we'll have you on again. Yeah, I would love deal. to come back. You know? Absolutely, and be sure to after you blow up. Yeah, tell us all your <laughs> upcoming albums. We'll post it on our page. We would do nothing but support you, man. You just got to communicate with what's coming up, and we'll we'll try and shoot your message out for everybody too. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, yeah. Man. Thank you guys for having me out for real. It's a it's a true honor to be on the first podcast in the metaverse. You know what it is. Horizon Worlds. We out here one verse meta. He's <laughs> out here today. Yeah, Coda's coming, first man. ever podcast. You. Mark this in the history books. This is the yep. first podcast. Right. Coda's ever been on. That could be an <laughs> NFT. <laughs> Make a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. Man, seriously, man, thank you for coming, bro. We appreciate you. We love you. Of course. We support you appreciate all the way. You Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. Keep going, bro. Keep going. You're going to have a major breakthrough. So keep you know going. It. Yeah. I'm going to keep coming. going, man. I'm hungry. I'm going to chase it. Yep. And remember, Forever, yeah. one verse where we're all one in the metaverse. Yeah. Stay beautiful. Where we're all one, bro.